Hey guys, I hope you had a great end of your week. It's Friday. We're going to celebrate and rejoice in that. It's the end of the week, weekend. Hope all of y'all enjoy and have a safe weekend. Um, it's beautiful today, actually. The sun is shining. There's a bit of a breeze blowing out there, but it's nice. It's very nice and uh, to end the week and start the weekend for everybody that's going out and enjoying themselves. Um, so to jump right into our podcast today on this beautiful Friday, um, I wanted to talk about a few topics today, and we're going to get right into that. Um, I felt a big energy shift today. Um, it was a good one, though. I feel like um, this next coming week, it will be a lot of um, a lot of growth for everyone, and I feel like a lot of things will come to fruition on um, what people have been trying to manifest, um, especially light workers. Um, I feel relaxed and I feel at ease right now, so that's a good start for me um, to start the weekend and hopefully this next week. Um, I also wanted to go over a basics of um, chakras today. I'm going to um, do just a little overview of them and, and, and talk on my personal experiences um, with my chakras and what um, I need to work on myself. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go over all of them because that would be a really, a really long podcast. So we're just going um, to start off with a few basic things and, and then we'll go from there on to another podcast. We'll, we'll um, continue the chakras. Um, I wanted to start off with uh, the throat chakra, actually, because the, the throat chakra is my favorite. <laughs> um, the throat chakra is my favorite because um, it is, I'm a Gemini, I just want to put that out there, and Geminis are very vocal, very vocal people. Um, we're very well known for being very upfront and in your face kind of people, and you never really have to guess what we're thinking, because <laughs> we will tell you. So, Geminis never really have blockage with throat chakras, so personally for me, um, I didn't experience a lot of blockage with that, and um, we wanted to also, I wanted to go over blockages as well in um, chakras while I talk about those, but um, I do remember one experience I did have um, in, a, in a prior relationship where I did have blockage, and I kind of... Um, I got out of it real quick and it was wonderful for me <laughs> because it was hard to um, have a blockage there. I wasn't used to having my throat chakra being blocked. I'm usually very easily can, can get out my thoughts whether I'm writing or talking it through. But um, in this relationship I was dating this man and he was, he was very bold and, and very um, a lot like me. He was very upfront. But I felt like a lot of the times that I was in the relationship, I wasn't able to really voice my opinion because I was really trying to be something different than what I was. And in order to do that, because I wanted to be what I exuded as the perfect woman in the relationship and doing all the right things that I thought was necessary to keep my relationship. And in order to do that, I had to um, portray a different person because I thought silly me I thought who I was wasn't good enough so I didn't really voice my opinions like I was used to doing I was kind of keeping it closed in 
and it it hurt me in the relationship because I felt like he was hindering me, whether he was being um, abrasive about it, and it, and that's the kind of person he was. He was kind of like that kind of person that just um, is very demanding of you and expects a lot. So being that, I always said it, good enough is never good enough when I met him, and that was why because no matter what I said or did was good enough. So. I had a really hard time expressing myself, and one day I had I had something I was talking to my friend about chakras actually, and um, we had brought that up, and I was talking about it, and I really thought about how my my throat chakra was blocked. It just really popped out to me, and um, I wore some blue eyeshadow, and I had took a picture of it. I still have the picture. I wore this beautiful blue eyeshadow that day. And I just looked stunning, not to toot my own horn, but I looked great. And um, it was almost like I felt an opening. And I don't know, you may call me crazy, but there are a lot of ways to, you know, open that back up. And one of those ways is through the color, because each chakra has a specific color. And the throat chakra is blue. So um, I wore that that day, and I think it was that same night was when we had got into a big argument and um, I was drinking a little bit. I was a little tipsy, I will admit that, but I eventually finally got to express my true feelings on everything I did without feeling like somebody was trying to shut my mouth or, cl- or just shut me up, you know? And um, it was wonderful because even though I had lost a relationship, which I'm not really sad about, but um, I felt like I kind of made an ass out of myself, but I still wanted to express myself that way. I just never got around to doing it like I usually do. And because I was able to do that, it was kind of like I was free. You know, it was I took the shackles off, I was free, and I, I was amazed because I was myself again, you know. So that has always been my favorite, personally, the throat chakra. Um, and I do love blue, and I love wearing blue. Um, I also wanted to go over um, the root chakra. Um, like I said, I'm going to be brief with these. I'm not going to give a whole detailed one this one. This is just a preview. Um, the root chakra is another one of my, um, excuse me, my, fi- my, my favorite. Um, the root chakra is um, red, which is my favorite color. And it, um, one of the scents, some of the scents, uh, sandalwood and um, rosemary are used to kind of um, awaken any kind of blockage you have in your root chakra. And um, I like this one because I have a lot of issues with my root chakra that to this day I'm still building up on. And um, it's one that I've always, I've always wanted to get back to because... Um, it has a lot to do with feelings of security. Um, going back to the beginning, if you know the root is how everything grows up. So it's basically you from the point of when you're young until you're getting older. It's your ideals of security and safety and, and happiness that you experience coming up. So, um, and I didn't always have the best of childhoods. So I like to try to get back to that and, um especially my my inner child that has to do with healing my root chakra and getting any kind of blockage out of there, you know. And um, 
that's the main one I think that I need to have a, a lot of work. I need, I've need. i been constantly exercising to try to fix, you know, and um, that's what we all have to do. And that's why we're all continuously learning about these chakras and awakenings and things like that. Just so you can know where this, the root of that came from, where that pain came from, where that healing needs to come from and, and how you can become a better person because of it. Um, the last one that I wanted to go over is, um, another one of mine, my favorites, uh, the third eye chakra, um, that is a color of violet, and, um, it's also your connection to the universe, a connection to the spirit and divine, I love the third eye because everybody, you know, everybody that's kind of even somewhat educated on, um, spirituality, would uh, know about the third eye. You know, it's the eye on top of your eye. It's just that one eye up there that needs to be open. And I constantly go over this with my children. And um, I want them to not have to learn this kind of stuff when they're my age or getting up and being like, oh, this was why I did that or this is why I was drawn more to this. You don't. You do have to some ways fi figure out who you are in life. But I want them to kind of, you know, already have those tools necessary in order to, to help that so that they don't have to deal with that pain later on in their life. Um, the third eye also deals with um, premonitions, um, clairvoyance, psychics, whatever name you want to give them, people that are gifted to see beyond the veil. Um, and that's why it's also one of my favorites because um, I always continuously work on that as well. I um, in the beginning, I was hesitant to work on that because I was like, oh gosh, I don't want to see spirits all the time. I see enough weird stuff. <laughs> so I was, I kind of, you know, stepped back from that a little bit because I don't want to be wide open, you know. <laughs> I'm not the ghost whisperer. Um, but <laughs> that's not my gift. That's not what I want to do. It is, but it isn't, you know. So it's, it's a battle because it's a love-hate thing, you know, with the third eye chakra. Um, also... Uh, towards the end of this, we're going to wrap up um, the podcast. Um, we just went over the energy shifts, the chakras. Um, I also wanted to talk a little bit about, um, and it also has to deal with the root chakra, and that's everyone's inner child. Um, my my sons, my two sons, one of them is my, my, um, my stepson and my adopted son, we call him my adopted son, are going back... Um, home to New Orleans, uh, our adopted son, Brent, he doesn't, he's never been to New Orleans, he's a, he's a country boy, so, um, my stepson's taking him down there acting as a tour guide, and, um, I'm just, like, stepping back and having a moment and watching that because it's, it, and it made me want to talk about this topic because <laughs> it's, it's funny to just watch younger kids enjoy their youth and enjoy that happiness of something that you once was at one time, and now you're an adult, you're a grown-up, I got kids, you know. But it's, it's nice to see them do that, even though I've done it a million times and I've been back and forth through here to New Orleans uh, so many times. Um, I'm just happy to see them enjoy that, and that is his first time being there, so he, it's, everything's new to him. And that was that newness and that feeling of being young that just really made me just, like, feel wow, I'm stepping back and watching now, you know, I'm not a part of it, I'm watching, you know, and it's amazing to see them do that, but it also reminds me to, you know, kind of keep that 
And a reminder to everyone, keep that magic of a child and that usefulness in you. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. That's what keeps you alive. And that is always going to be a part of you. Whether you're 80 or 90 years old, that inner child is still in you. And that is where that magic comes from because that is your root. And that's that's why it also has to do a lot with the root. And that's... And that's um, uh, something that I will tell people that that keeps you very healthy keep your magic in in of that child inside of you always even if you're just observing how I am and um I also wanted to go over briefly uh healing your inner child as I said before you know when I was talking about um the root chakra and how you need security and that comes from your youth and being a child and those are where your ideas of security come from and if you were like me um you weren't always given exactly the greatest ideals and um direction and role models that would lead you to something better so i i also want people to always be aware that whatever inner child is it has pain whatever kind of pain it is always consciously work on healing that inner child so that you as a person can be better because if you are walking around with that pain from that child you are never going to be peaceful in your life you never will so just always constantly make those decisions of healing them whatever way it may be and I found the easiest way to um, kind of remember is remember what you did that brought you joy when you were younger. You know, um, what what gifts did you have? Were you a kid that liked to make stuff? Were you a kid that liked to draw stuff? Were you a kid that liked to run? You know, whatever it was that brought you that happiness and that passion, always constantly exercise that in your daily life. And I know it's hard as adults, you know, you have kids, you have a job, everything's very demanding, and it's hard to find time to be able to do that. But even if it's later on at night when you're just by yourself in your room, you know, just figure out what it is that you need to do to heal that pain. And it may be something that brought you great joy at that time because that person is still a part of you and it always will be there are different versions of yourself so if one of those versions is stuck there even psychologists will tell you you will never you will always be in pain you always look for something as a crutch to heal that and that's not what you need to do you need to find what brought you joy what brought you happiness you know and and personally for me when I was younger, <clears throat> I liked to dance. I loved to dance. I loved music. My first love when I was a kid, and even now, is music. So if I just have a minute sometimes, even if there's somebody around, I don't care. I, preferably, I like to be alone in my room. But I get up and I just start dancing because it brings me joy. And that was that joy that brought me as a child when I was growing up dancing. That was what brought me happiness. So that's what I constantly try to do. I don't have a lot of time to do it, but I do it whenever I feel the need whenever I feel it's necessary you know so we're gonna wrap that up I kind of got a little overworked when I talked on that subject I had to catch my breath for a moment but <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up and um let everyone know I hope you guys have a glorious weekend and that you enjoy your time with your family and that you keep in mind um what we talked about on this podcast and um just 
always constantly work on healing yourself and, and healing others. It will bring so much joy to this world. And I uh, thank you guys for listening. You guys have a great day.